a Monday morning and dreamers, you know what that means. Coming to you once again from the isolation station of this is Daz Does Disney and it's me, it's me, it's the DOZ bringing you another episode to kick your week off right with a little bit of Disney news. Hopefully you had a great week and hopefully we can get this week started off right. But I am joined by my co-host, my tag team partner. You know her, you love her. She is the rising star in the podcasting world. Be sure to catch her wherever you find your fine podcast you can catch her on adventures with steffers it's steffers steffers welcome back to the isolation station of love hopefully life finds you doing well this morning noon or evening um some people may think that landon kicked me off the show that is not the case i just want to put that out there that um steffers is very much still here and still pretty yes always pretty and always has an open invitation to the sovereign nation of Daz Does Disney. I mean, not only do we have the golden coast of the speculation nation, we are all inclusive over here in Daz Does Disney. We love everybody, but we especially love Steffers. So Steffers, welcome back. Hopefully you enjoyed your week off. It isn't anything major. There's no drama. We just had a schedule kerfuffle, if you will. We're both adults. Something like I, that. I know it's shocking. Like, like, Something like, like it's, it's, it, it's only shocking more so on my end. Yes, I am technically an adult. I do adult things. Had a better way to phrase that. Can confirm, technically. <laughs> yes, technically I am an adult. And you know, sometimes schedules just get in the way, but here we are, we're making it happen. We're making it happen for you, the lovely listener, because there is some positive question mark news coming out of the house of the mouse in Orlando, Florida. This okay. Week, Steffers, I right? also, I even put on my Mickey. I'm like showing you guys, like you can see it, but I am wearing a Mickey <laughs> sweater situation. I am very on the Disney vibe today. Mm -hmm. Do I agree with any of this news we're about to talk about? Some of it, yes. But I mean, I got into the spirit because we are uh, farmers. Ba ba da ba 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 ba. You're welcome. <laughs> I can confirm uh, Steffers is wearing a Mickey, not quite spirit jersey, but but it's spirit it's jersey adjacent. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, uh, it's spirit jersey adjacent. It brings the spirit, but not the sticker shock of a spirit jersey. Exactly. Wah, 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 wah. Like spirit jerseys are cool. I just don't think I'm cool enough to pull them off. But, you know, y'all do you. Uh, y'all do you. But uh, speaking of sticker shock, uh, sometimes uh, getting down to Disney from if you fly into MCO, that can provide some sticker shock as well. And one of the ways that you had been able to get down to Disney from MCO is making a comeback. And you do call it a comeback in this instinct because Disney did away with this mode of transportation during the pandemic. We're talking about Disney confirming rumors that the minivan service will be returning soon. The Disney Park TikTok oh. channel, because in 2022, we get news from TikTok. Uh, the Disney Park TikTok channel made the announcement, and while an exact date has not been set, the TikTok does say that the service will return this summer. Um, uh, This might come as kind of a surprise to some, particularly me, and I believe Steffers, because during the pandemic, when Disney was, um, what's the business term I'm looking for? Hemorrhaging money, Disney made news by selling off some of the minivans to private 
businesses, and I believe in some instances, private individuals. So I guess they didn't sell off enough of their minivan fleet to the point where they are now hindered and unable to resume this service. But if you are a fan of the minivans uh, to get around the Walt Disney World property and some areas of Orlando, uh, we have good news for you. It's returning this summer. I am... I have some thoughts about this situation where well, that we well, got Well, right we have a podcast, so so please lay them on us. Um, so another tidbit that goes along with this article is that the minivans are now going to be connected by Lyft. That is my first issue. No, no shade to Lyft, but I know myself as well as some of our friends have had issues with Lyft in the past in terms of the driver situation in which we get connected to now will that kind of uh feed into the kind of drivers we can expect with the minivan service or are they just being like quote-unquote sponsored by lyft where like like financially they share some sort of financial a goodie bag of sorts or are we getting like lyft drivers driving these minivans as like a contractual thing i don't know i that mm, i don't know if i like that i will say that me and jackson definitely have stopped using lyft and only strictly use uber when we don't have a theme park rob available to us um but other than that i i just i just hadn't have had many questionable i mean obviously i'm here and i haven't had any like serious issues but they were very much, they've made me uncomfortable and that's why I don't use Lyft anymore. Um, the Lyft is usually, when you compare them, typically Lyft is like the more uh, affordable option, which I enjoy. Like that part was like what sold me on it, but we've gotten one too many drivers who I just, just didn't sit right with me. Then again, a lot of people do both Uber and Lyft. So really, am I, am I really cutting people out here? I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think that are listening to this? I just, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. But a lot of people like the minivan service. So what do you do? What do you do? Well, and especially in a situation that you find yourself in, Steffers, uh, I'll echo what you're saying. If I have my preference between Uber or Lyft, Uber is my go-to option uh, on my most recent trip from MCO to Walt Disney World and around Orlando getting to the theme parks. I used Uber 10 out of 10 times every time and I had Lyft only as a backup if for whatever reason the Uber app was down. Um, I'm hoping in this instance that it's only a business partnership or it's going to be a situation where Disney is partnering with Lyft and because Lyft is partnering with Disney in the, in the reverse, that because Disney is putting their stamp of approval on this business transaction, that the drivers have to meet the Disney standard when it comes to customer interaction and customer service. Yeah. So fingers crossed that we will see these 
for the lack of a better term, horror stories that some customers have experienced with Lyft become a thing of the past uh, in the instance of the minivans. Now, I would say hopefully we see these horror stories come a thing of a thing of the past across the board. But unfortunately, I just think that's an unrealistic thing to say right now. But in the instance of the minivans, hopefully Disney is telling these Lyft drivers, you have to do X, Y and Z to even be considered a driver for the minivans. You have to have an impeccable five-star review. You have to have glowing reviews and know that if uh, that, that this can be revoked. So you have to be on your best behavior. You have to make that magic happen for our customers because by representing Lyft, in this instance, you're also representing the Walt Disney World Corporation. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying too. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully this will inspire some good customer service and some good customer interaction i think at the end of the day i'm just interested to see is i in my head this would make the most sense that they're employed by disney so they have to go through disney's hiring process i just when you connect lyft to it 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 just raises some eyebrows for me that's all that's all i'm <laughs> saying there's not a huge it's not a huge you know kerfuffle i just uh you know i'm i'm just curious that's all oh <sighs> That was, no, that was and, and 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 I think I think that's a fair question to ask because I mean this I mean Disney as we've said it before on this podcast kind of a profit deal and and by them entering into a partnership with Lyft I'm sure there is some <clears throat> financial gain for both Disney and Lyft and I mean maybe maybe that's how Disney's able to uh, restart the minivan service again who knows i don't know but again minivans are coming back i know some of y'all out there are big fans of the minivan mm -hmm. program uh and it is kind of a way to get around the walt disney world property quicker not necessarily cheaper if you are in a pinch and you need to get from animal kingdom to a particular uh spot for your dining reservation and you don't want to wait on you know uh the bus or you don't want to wait on a gondola going from hollywood studio to whatever hotel uh you have to get to in a specific amount of time you can hop on the app and be like here we go, minivan, or you, or you're traveling with a couple wee ones, and you have, uh, you know, your uh, strollers situations. I know minivans uh, have more travel space, so th uh, this is going to be another option for y'all. Um, and then I have another question. Sorry, because I'm not really familiar with this minivan situation, even though my friend has explained it to me. Is this <laughs> like transportation all around property, or is this just to and from the airport? Because then my next question would be. What about this Mears scam? I mean, not scam. Let me not call it a scam, but it is kind of a scam. Uh, this Mears situation. Um, I, are they, is this supplemental to Mears or like, what? what's the sitch with this? Like minivans, is that like in, mm. in substitution to like the bus system or the monorail system where you can get around property? Or is it the same concept as Mears, but maybe more involved? Can someone... Can someone tell me, please? I mean, I, I could Google it, but my brain, that's too big brain for me. And, you know, I'd just rather you tell me. Thanks. Yeah, this uh, this is going to be one of these instances where I'm going to lean on you, the lovely listener who mm -hmm. knows for sure one way or another. My understanding is the minivan service is kind of a supplement to the monorail, okay. a supplement to the bus system, a supplement to your uh, ride sharing services on Walt Disney World property. Uh, there might be some inst or some instances where you can get from MCO down to the Walt Disney World resorts if you want to 
enter into that Disney bubble as soon as you land and you head down there if uh, you don't want to use the Mir's transportation, similar to the way that it was uh when Disney was running their bus service, you know, you're you're already in your vacation bubble and the Disney bubble and nothing bad can happen to you because you're already on vacation. Maybe we'll see some instances of that. But my understanding is the minivan service is for those people that want to use rideshare services as opposed to use Disney transportation services while they're on property. That's my understanding. I could be wrong. It's happened once or twice only once or twice on this podcast before so okay well that was a lot just on the minivan service <laughs> i just wanted to get some clarification guys i'm so sorry i'm moving on to things that are also sort of transportation or airport related something like that i promise we're gonna get to the parks <laughs> but before we get to the parks we have to fly into orlando correct. and figure out our transportation situation, correct you know? speaking of typically your first ride of your trip is are the uh, mco tram monorail-esque uh, vibey things um mm -hmm, orlando yep. international airport is removing the 50th anniversary decorations question mark yeah what's up with that i mean uh that doesn't surprise me however why yeah this is this is roughly a year before the celebration is scheduled to end now granted yes disney did announce that the 50th anniversary celebration is going to be celebrated for 18 months, which is generally not how you, uh, how long you celebrate an anniversary. But I understand, you know, as I vaguely wave my arms at the world burning behind us, these are extenuating circumstances and unprecedented times. So Disney wants to give everybody the opportunity to come spend their money. I mean, come down to the park and celebrate the 50th anniversary. But um, MCO, I'm kind of surprised to see them pulling the plug uh, this early. These decorations were installed shortly before the start of the 50th anniversary last fall. And if I remember correctly, MCO uh, before the opening of Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood studio, they put up some Star Wars related uh, decorations on their tram and the glass in the tram area for like the First Order and Kylo Ren and the Resistance and all that stuff to let people know, hey, uh, come do uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios and celebrate the opening of Galaxy's Edge. So maybe they're gonna be putting something up for the Tron cycle now? Question mark. I'm assuming there's gonna be Guardians something. Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, oh, there it is. Steph, your circle gets the score. I mean, this is not confirmed. This is speculation nation. Sorry, we're speculating. Where this is not confirmed. Please do but not at sense. us because it's not confirmed. Um, my yeah, that was going to be my question. It's either going to be Guardians or maybe like they're doing new. I don't know. Maybe the fiftieth anniversary stuff is a little bit too uh, like uh, played out. So Guardians, and then maybe they'll move to Tron if that ever opens. Um, yeah, I'm not salty, guys. I'm I'm not salty. I'm just stating straight facts. It's just I think it's gonna open, Steffers. That is that is most definitely happening. I now mean... when it opens, I think I think that could be open to debate. But uh yeah, it's like MCO and Disney, they they kind of go hand in hand. Um so I definitely think we're gonna see something new advertising for Walt Disney World. But honestly, I'm kind of surprised that they're already pulling down the 50th anniversary celebration decorations because i mean 
this is still going to be going for a while. I mean, October is going to signify the one year mark and then we're going to have another six months of it. So, I mean, and we're like, we're not even to April at this point. So, I mean, we still have months and months and months of the 50th anniversary celebration and MCO is already pivoting to the next thing. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That does not surprise me at all. Whatever. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Once once they announce it, you know we will tell you what's up. Oh, 1,000% and all your favorite Disney blogs will be there uh, the day it opens to uh, take not pictures us, of it. Not us. Yeah, no, not us. Don't unless get it just so happens that I'm flying into MCO and like, oh, look at that. That's neat. I'll take a picture. Then I'll go get my baggage and, you know, go do the thing that I'm in Orlando to do. Go to the parks because... I'll be honest, though, getting getting off my plane and getting onto the trams to go to baggage claim and like seeing, you know, my dude Figment in all of his golden glory. It's like, OK, all right, it's time to start the vacation does does just make you smile. And, uh, and, and, and another thing that can make you smile is knowing if you do get to stay on property or if you do get to stay at a hotel that is one of these good neighbor resorts where you can uh, get into the parks a little bit early or you can get a little bit extra Disney magic to make your vacation that much more. And we got some good news because Disney is adding a new hotel to the early entry perk at Disney World. Now, Ooh. if you are unfamiliar, the early entry. That's a perk for guests staying at qualifying resorts that allow early entry into Disney World theme parks 30 minutes before they open. Whoa. The perk is available. Yeah, shut up, Snappers. <laughs> it's still 30 minutes. You can you can get in line before everybody else does. The perk is available at every theme park every day of the week through the 18-month 50th anniversary celebration. The hotel that was recently added is the Disney Springs Area Hotel, Drury Plaza Hotel, Orlando. The hotel is scheduled to open this fall and is accepting reservations for October 27th and beyond. Mm -hmm. Now, Blog Mickey has a list, a full dadgum list mm -hmm. of all of the theme parks that are early entry eligible hotels. It's all your Disney all-stars. It's Pretty much, if it's a Disney hotel, this is a early entry theme park. Um, uh, Swan and Dolphin, uh, both regular Swan and Dolphin, Swan Reserve, you are there as well. Uh, Hilton Orlando Buena Vista, Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista as well, Holiday in Orlando. Wyndham, both Grand Lake Buena Vista, Wyndham Lake Buena Vista itself, Four Seasons, Hilton Orlando, Waldorf Astoria, and the newly added Drury Plaza Hotel. Those are all going to be your early entry. If you want to get a full list of the early entry resort parks, head over to blogmickey.com. It is a fantastic resource, not only for this podcast, but for your Disney news as well. Big fan of what they're doing over there at Blog Mickey. Um, we know going down to... Disney World, hell, going down to uh, visit Universal Studios. It's not cheap and not even a little. So if you can get even the smallest extra bang for your buck, so to speak, I say thumbs up. And I'm glad to see that Disney, in this instance, if you are staying at the Drury Plaza, they're giving you a little bit something, something on the side. Something, something. Sorry, that was a lot. There was just a lot of words and a lot of hotels, and that was just a lot for my for my brain to comprehend. Um, but yeah, go go read lists, go stay at hotels for your whole thirty minutes of extra playtime. 
I mean, yes, in the scheme of things, it's it, it is 30 minutes, but you can get in line for like say Rise of the Resistance before everybody else gets that's in a, line. That's about you, all you're doing. Just getting in line for Rise. Don't even I don't know what you think is more important than Rise. It isn't. Just go. Just go. If if you got some little ones that want to ride Slinky Dog, that might be more important than getting on Rise. Rise is still I better. Mean, I know. I mean, I I, I agree <laughs> with you one thousand percent, Steffers. Maybe one thousand and one percent. But but if but if you're traveling with some little ones who their trip is going to be ruined if they don't get to ride on Slink, and we've seen those wait times balloon in the afternoons, particularly when the park is crazy busy. Hmm? Mm. We can roll our eyes. It's just thirty minutes, but those thirty minutes could be the difference between a ruined trip. And a trip of a lifetime. Oh, I was more saying it's only 30 minutes when uh, some other places do a full hour. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Remember, remember, you are wearing a Mickey sweater today. Yeah. One of us is wearing a Mickey sweater and the other one's wearing his E.T. thong underwear, Steffers. That's fine. All right. Anyway, speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, I don't even remember where we were going with this, but. Hard pivot. Hard pivot, pivot to Walcott, friends. You know her. You love her. I'm drinking my mug from her. The new, uh, new walkway is now open in World Celebration East at Epcot. And I will say when I opened this article, I had to go, World Celebration, is that the new one or the old one? And I was uh -huh. ashamed. But that's okay. <laughs> it's all good. Um, this new walkway provides a more direct route between Spaceship Earth and the Creation Shop. Heck yeah, because you know that I do not like walking all around walls and things. And I just mm -hmm. want to get to where I'm going. So Having to ask cast members, how do I get out of here? They're like, okay, what you're going to do. Yeah. All right. You're going to, you're going to walk down here. You're going to hang a left. You're going to hang a right. There's going to be a dude wearing a yellow poncho. He's going to ask you two questions. You have to answer the second one correctly. If you fail, you have to turn around three times and come back. The It's just so dang confusing to get, to get around anywhere at the beginning up front mm -hmm. in Epcot. Yes. Uh, the World Hold on. The World Celebration East walkway replaces the World Celebration East bypass that opened back in February 2020. Um, there's a lot of words and a lot of things, but just know that it is a more direct route to get around Epcot, which I think everyone can agree with us. This is a sign that the walls and construction are coming to a slow and progressive end. AKA, we will be able to walk and see things instead of going around tall walls that show me nothing. That's fine. I'm not mad. Yeah, yeah. I'm not um, mad. Uh, on my last trip down to the uh, most magical place on Earth, um, uh, me and Theme Park Rob, we were in uh, Epcot and we were hanging out towards the front of uh, of Epcot. And holy Lord, uh, the walls are unwieldy and kind of eyesores. Uh, and and I say this as somebody where Epcot Only kinda. is my favorite park in all of Walt Disney World. I cannot wait for the construction to be done because having to navigate through this maze through this labyrinth terrible it takes so much enjoyment away and it really takes away a lot of just the aesthetic of oh, agreed 
Epcot. I mean, like, like even though it's gone, you remember the fountain? Just being able no. to look across the way, see, see the fountain. There's so many things. things. Okay, this is my my really hot take tidbit right now. I'm so sorry. Okay. I know that a, new, a lot of new things are coming, but I was an intervention stan, and I just, mm-hmm. I, I miss it. Sure, yep. we're gonna get a Moana water walkthrough situation simulation doodad whatever it is, but I just I like the whole interventions. You walk through some AC, you say hello to the segways, and you just. <sighs> All right, I'm sorry. That was it. That was enough of my sadness. No, no, Zephyrs, don't don't apologize. I mean, there is a reason. Whenever we talk about Epcot news, the bed, the background. Music is always the intervention loop. Oh, intervention. I mean, like, like, like I said it before just a few minutes ago, Epcot is my favorite park. And part of the reason that I love Epcot is because of old Epcot. I mean, I don't want to go full Dillo on anybody, but I mean, like, like nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Connection Cafe remains <laughs> closed and, and an opening date has not been announced. Well, funny about that because uh, speaking of connection cafe uh connection cafe uh disney has announced that uh the travelers cafe starbucks location at epcot will close when uh, connection cafe opens this spring in an mm. announcement quote this spring connection cafe will become the new home of starbucks at epcot like other starbucks locations throughout the walt disney world resort this starbucks will be designed to fit the theme of its surroundings to make way for Starbucks to move to its new location in World Celebration. A Traveler's Cafe in World Showcase will close this spring. Stay tuned for more details as we prepare to celebrate another milestone in transformation of Epcot. Can I, can I just... I am not a Starbucks person, and I don't think I will ever be. The only time I have Starbucks is when it is inevitably right next to my gate at the airport, and I just am not going to walk like the other side of the airport just to get a Dunkin' coffee. But I will say this, Disney. You need at least two, if not three, Starbucks locations spread out throughout each park because that's all I got to say is yeah. No one wants to stand in those long A lines. No one. Absolutely no one. Unless you're me and you're waiting for Joffrey's because Joffrey's is the superior coffee. But other than that, like, I just think there's no point to close. I mean, other than staffing situations, which might be the issue here, I don't think you should be closing this Starbucks location in just because another one is opening. I think that you should have the Creations Cafe. What is that called? Is that what I just... Connections Cafe. That's what I meant to say. Connections Cafe, yes. I think mm-hmm. you should have that, the main hub where you sell your mugs and your coffee bags and your this and your that. But you should still have small versions throughout the park so that people don't have to wait in 10-year-long lines. I mean, some people will do that to get their Starbucks coffee to function mm-hmm. throughout the day. But I just don't think... I, I just... <laughs> listen. Listen. This is... You'll still make your money, honey. Just leave it open for the friends who want their coffee. And that's what I'm going to say about that. No, I 1000% agree with you. Um, uh, I was in a, uh, in a lift from MCO down to, uh, down to my hotel the last time I was in there and my driver 
just so happened to work in Epcot at one of these Starbucks locations. And she was talking about how she does not understand how people will wait in lines that will rival standing in line for an attraction for Starbucks coffee that they can get at home. Y'all, you're in Epcot. If you're going to stand in line for a coffee drink, go get Joffrey's. Joffrey's is the superior coffee anyway. Like, granted, yes, I'm not one of these guys that gets a mocha choca chocolate chip frappe with caramel drizzle and, and seven pounds of whipped cream coffee guy. I'm just a give me a black coffee, please. But even then. Nah, let me tell y'all. Starbucks ain't where it's at, y'all. The frozen, the frozen mocha thingy thing from Joffrey's oh, that you can oh, add alcohol to. Hold on. Hold up. Okay. All right. Frozen mocha thing-a-thang from Joffrey's that you can add. And you have to order it like that. The frozen thing-a-thang. I have. I actually have ordered it like that because I forget the name of it every time. You can add alcohol to it if y'all are feeling spicy. Okay. If y'all feeling like you want to get down and dirty in the parks, that's fine. Uh, Drink responsibly. Um, that is the most refreshing and beautiful tasting thing I've ever had. And if I could bottle that up and like store it in myself for the winter, I would just do that. Steffers, are you a bear? Are you getting ready to go into hibernation? First of yes. all, it's like the spring. No, no, that no, is no, not no. when you go into hibernation. No, no, no. You go, if you're stuffers, you go in hibernation during spring and summer because you hate flying insects and bugs and snakes and all the things that decide to come out because the weather is sunny and hot. Okay. This is okay, the stuffers way. <laughs> okay. That, that, that checks out. Sorry, stuffers bear. See, thank you. I'm pivoting again. I'm just well. Hold on, hold on. I, I'm I'm not done talking about Joffrey's coffee. Like like y'all know, you can order Joffrey's to your home, right? Do like, you? Like, How like, can we do that, Landon? You can visit. I believe it's just Joffrey'sCoffee.com. They even they they even have like a monthly service. Joffrey's.com, guys. It's not even Joffrey's Coffee. It's just Joffrey's.com, and you get twenty five percent off your next order by signing up for their newsletter. Yeah, and this is not a paid endorsement, though, Joffrey's. We are totally open to sponsorships because if we got a sponsorship, I could have saved some money when I ordered five different types of coffee that I am going to be reporting back on. I ordered the Tusker House coffee. I ordered the Kona Blend coffee. I ordered the 50th anniversary Ooh, blend creme coffee. brulee, bis coffee. Oh my God, wait, they have a bis coffee, cookie crumble coffee. Okay, let me tell you guys. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but these bags are $12.99, right? <laughs> but like yes. the Pete's coffee that I buy is like $10, $11. So like just splurge and get some Joffrey's mm-hmm. for the extra dollar. Did I just yep. say I spend way too much on ground coffee? Yes. However, mm-hmm. it's quality and it's not dookie butt poop face. Yeah. Okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. You're not drinking lake water. Uh, 
for your caffeine boost, your, mm. your, your drinking quality stuff. I also got mm. the Mickey Mouse Classic Blend. I don't know what that's going to taste like, but I look forward to finding out. And then they even got limited edition flavors. Like, for example, the Hoppity Ever After Blend oh. for Easter. <laughs> it's caramel and dark chocolate. See, I'm not a flavored coffee guy. I am, though. But that sounds amazing. And again, you can get 25% off your next order just by signing up for their <gasps> newsletter. Hoppity and also... Right? I sent a picture of that to my mom and she said that that's my coffee. So apparently Landon's going to have to order another bag of Hoppity Ever After because the Lotus has already uh, claimed a dominion on that bag of coffee. But uh, yeah, they also have a monthly subscription where you can Three. apparently get a discount. And 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 they'll just send you coffee. They'll send every you month. once again. Oh. Not a not a paid endorsement. Just fans of co of coffee from Jeff. Yeah, and if you subscribe to the coffee subscription, you get um, three bags of coffee per month. They have a Disney signature. We're really going on a Joffrey's like stand account we right really now. We really are. Once again, cannot <laughs> emphasize enough. Not a paid endorsement. <laughs> There's a. <laughs> A Disney signature coffee collection, a flavored coffee collection, and a roast masters collection. And then you can Ooh. choose your grind, which is obviously ground or whole bean. And um, then you can do it every three, six, or 12 months. And enjoy up to 10% discount plus reduced. I might just do that. I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to do the coffee situation. I'll report back because it's $43 a month. Hold on. There's a lot of so, math. So that's like, that's like three bags, right? If they if they come to like twelve bucks, a thirteen pop. technically thirteen. Which, by the way, going back to your whole like the only time you're ever going to get Starbucks is if it's right next to your gate. Mm -hmm. You don't want to walk mm -hmm. across mm -hmm. uh, for Dunkin's. Dunkin's is a superior coffee to Starbucks, yeah. and mm -hmm. I will fight everybody who's listening right now. <laughs> Starbucks is trash bean water compared to Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Don't add us. Really do. Everyone. Yeah, do not add, add, add no, us. Don't. Normally we say don't add us, add us. I will fight you in my mentions. Bring it on, you Starbucks weirdos. Okay, I'm Paying pivoting. $9 for we're we're <laughs> pivoting, but I will probably sign up for the coffee subscription or I will at least get a bag or two. Um, because Jackson By the way, uh, the uh, coffee yes. subscription is only available in the U.S. So sorry, Jeff and Oh. And Lee. Sorry, Lee and Jeff. Pivot. 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 All right. We're staying on this Guardians of the Galaxy theme. Actually, no. Connections Cafe is not exactly Guardians of the Galaxy theme, but that's okay. We're going to pivot to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, it is in Epcot. So we're staying in Epcot, yeah, yeah, yeah. pivoting to a hotly anticipated attraction coming to Epcot. Uh, that'll work. Saved it. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Treasures I'm of good. Xandar, which sounds really cool. Um, it's going to be a gift shop has been revealed for the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Rewind Attraction. Why are words hard? Try saying that 10 times really fast. Um, Zach Ridley, our BFF, Imagineer. Bop, 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 bop. On this podcast, he is known as Zach Ridley, diddly do. Okay, I've said a lot of weird things on this podcast. I'm saying his name normal. <laughs> Okay, fine. Um, he announced the Treasures of Xandar gift shop for the upcoming attraction. Um, the store is operated by the broker. If you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, please stop listening to us. Go watch it and then come back. 
Yeah, we already got your download anyway. Correct. Um, who's been awarded the contract and brought part of his famous store here to Epcot. Some of the merchandise pays tribute to Xandar and items acquired throughout the galaxy. And of course, some items celebrate the heroes of Xandar, the Guardians of the Galaxy. The broker, the broker also shared the following with our WDI team recently. I am so delighted to bring my wares to the wonders of Xandar Pavilion. As a proud Xandarian, it gives me great pleasure to represent my planet to you, Terrains? What? What? Terran? Terrain? I don't know words. And allow you to bring home a small bit of Xandar from my shop. Terrans. Terrans? Okay, that, I couldn't figure out the other way to say that. Um, all right, so we're going to get a lot of themed goodies. It Maybe it'll look like... Um, was that in the second one or was that an endgame? Like with the the glass, um, what's it called? Like uh, oh, the, the, the the collector. Like the yeah yeah yeah. Like maybe it'll have. Yeah, uh, that was odds and that ends. was kind of uh, kind of a little bit in the first one. We saw some of it in in game. Uh, so maybe uh, mm -hmm. we'll see some of that. Maybe you'll have like a mini it, one. Like for your though, desk. if if you if you remember the broker was the one that uh, that Yandu dealt with uh, yeah, and Will uh, dealt with uh, where Yandu bought his little fun glass frogs. Actually, when reached for comment about the opening of the Treasures of Xandar uh, gift shop, Yandu said, "End quote." That's a lot of words. That's 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 a lot that's happening. Um. <laughs> I, there are a lot of things. I feel like they should like incorporate all of that stuff though, because it all goes. No, does it? I mean, I, I, mean, I would like, want I, that. I, in my I opinion. understand where you're going, but that's that's more of like like a collector type thing from from nowhere, where this is like trying to keep the whole feeling of the Xandar Pavilion on the Nova Core <laughs> world. Yeah, I whatever. I I do think that would be cool though. I if I definitely I definitely understand I put it there. why you would want it. Yeah, yeah I, one thousand percent. Yeah, maybe, maybe like you said, we could have like little little mini uh, yeah, yeah, collector yeah. pods or something like that. But I I do like in the in the uh, announcement from uh, Zach Ridley's. Uh, I believe it. No, uh, this was just a straight up announcement. I was going to say from his Instagram, Instagram because generally that's where uh, this stuff comes from. Uh, they try and keep it a little kayfabe. They got statements from the broker and how he's sharing. Um, information with the Imagineers. I do think that's cool. They're kind of keeping the same feel of a lot of the gift shops from Galaxy's Edge about how this is a living, breathing, off-world experience. And I kind of am excited that that is what they're going for, similar with the Xandar Pavilion for Guardians. Yes, there is going to be a lot of uh, similarities just because of the Terran uh, feel of a lot of the Novacore people being very similar to, you know, human Terran to the Xandarian makeup. So you're going to see a lot of, yeah, very similar human stuff, but at the same time, it's going to feel off world. So I'm excited to see what the treasures of Xandar shop has. And of course, I'm sure Disney is excited for us to go in there and be like, yes, I want to pay $45.99 to buy a Star Lord mask or, or a baby Groot popcorn bucket popcorn, which um, bucket, i would i would pay for I, I love how everything on this podcast always circles back to popcorn buckets. i mean it is what it is <laughs> i just okay so maybe i won't see the collector stuff in it I, I i want it though i feel like that's a really missed opportunity if they don't have it but also i get the the whole situation it's fine no i will say a lot of the collector stuff is there at the uh 
Liar. Uh, Guardians Breakout in uh, Disneyland. You mean the place uh, that I haven't been to? Yeah, that thing. Me too, Steffers. All right. Fine. I just... Well, okay. Then maybe... Okay. Then maybe they're like reserving some stuff for West Coast versus East Coast type thing. Maybe... I don't know. This is all speculation. Don't listen to me, honestly, because I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Yes, that's exactly what you want to say on a podcast. Quote, don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. All right, we're moving on to more happy celebratory things. Pivot again. Um, April 18th to the 24th at Disney's Animal Kingdom, there will be an Earth Day celebration. Wah, 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 Yay. Wah. We love Earth. That'll be exciting. Um, not j- It'll spend not just the day, but an entire week honoring our planet and how we can all come together to create a healthier home for people and wildlife because we need to do that mm-hmm. because it's important yep. because, well, you know what's going on. Um, share, yeah, come together right now. Co- over uh, okay. Share in the spirit of wildlife conservation and learn about the animal. Uh, learn more about animal species. The Disney Conservation Fund is working to protect at Conservation Station. Try your hand at drawings as Disney artists at the animation experience. Guide you step by step to bring your favorite Disney characters to life using real animals for inspiration. That's adorable. Oh, have, have you ever done uh, the no. stuff at the conservation no. station? Steffers, you need to. It's so much fun. I say that to you, Steffers, and I say that to the listener. If y'all have never taken time out of your busy day at the Animal Kingdom to take Rafiki's train over to the conservation station to go try and draw whatever character they're doing that day, first of all, it's free and you get to keep your drawing. Yes, they're going to try and upcharge you like $5 for a paper tube to protect your drawing but you can do what i did just fold it up in your back pocket it, it it's going to be folded but it can make it home but you can also look at animals that you can watch vets depending on what day you go in like perform surgery on it's incredible sometimes it's a little you know not for the faint of heart but they're not going to you know have full-blown like you know heart surgery or anything hardcore like that but i mean like you like you can get up close with some animals that you wouldn't think you would be able to get up close and experience so if you haven't made it out to conservation station a lot of people don't even realize it's there in animal kingdom definitely check it out the next time you're down there Oh, also, you can also check out a limited time wilderness explorer activity that rewards you with an Earth Day nature badge during. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yes. April, yes. what Love did I say? Like April 18th, 18th to the 24th. 24th, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is all you. This next thing is specifically for oh, land. Oh, hold on, hold on, what? hold on. There's other stuff for Earth Day. There's also going to be some limited edition uh, photo pass options. For example, in this article, uh, we see an example of uh, Wally and Eve. From uh, of course the uh, the Pixar oh, Disney cute. movie Soul. Um, that was an uh, ad, then, honestly. No, no, that is that is one of those uh, th- those augmented reality photo passes where you can get your picture with Wally and uh, Eve, which I think does look super cute. Then there's limited edition uh, and special eats that you Food. can get around the park. Uh, pictured is a flamingo cupcake, and it also looks like a a, a bee cupcake as well. And then of course. Because once again, Disney profit deal. Don't forget to pick up your limited edition Earth Day 2022 trading pins to commemorate the celebration. You'll also find specialty merchandise and custom food and beverages at the parks during the week. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to find yourself down uh, at Animal Kingdom during Earth Day, maybe 
definitely check out some of this stuff because uh, it sounds really cool. And plus, on top of that, it comes with a very good message and a reminder that, you know, we're not alone on this small rock floating in the middle of space. We we need to share it not only with each other, our neighbors, we need to share it with our two, four, six, not eight-legged creatures because spiders are creepy and they need to go back to hell where they belong. Um, but yeah, okay, fine. We, we, we need to share it with spiders too, I guess. But yeah, uh, I love that Disney is doing stuff like this because that's one of my favorite parts about Animal Kingdom. It is a conservation place. At the end of the day, this is about helping animals. Okay, no, no, actually, at the end of the day, it's about making money and, and getting people to spend like $9 on churros. But also, also at the end of the day, it's about conservation and helping animals. So it can be two things. Okay, now, Steffers, mm -hmm. we can move on to something that is all me. It mm -hmm. is a crowd pleaser. Mm -hmm. Whenever Disney posts a casting call, I get delusions of grandeur that I'm going to send in my resume. And this is going to be my big break. Sometimes me and my dog Zoe's big break that we're finally going to make it down to Orlando, Florida, because once again, Disney has put out a casting call for performers. This time it comes from the animal kingdom and it is for finding Nemo, the big blue and beyond. In this show, which is set in the timeline of Finding Dory, not Finding Nemo, it places guests in the Marine Life Institute. At the beginning of the show, we're going to catch up with the fish from the Dr. P. Sherman's office in Finding Nemo, who, if you remember, find their way across the ocean to California. They tell the story of Nemo and how they all got there, incorporating many of the beloved songs and production numbers from the original show. So if you are a fan of the original show and are bummed that it went away, I got good news for you. You're going to get some bits and pieces of the original show updated in a new production. Now, you might remember back in November, uh, there were some auditions listed for Nemo and Ensemble, but we have a more broken down, in-depth list to give us a better look at the lineup. So, Steffers, I'm going to need for you to come back. I'm going to get some uh, opinions. Which of None these of them. cast... No, shut up. I need for you to be positive, Steffers. Try you. here. Remember, you're wearing a Mickey sweater, so you have to be positive. Come on, Steffers. Uh, and, and of course, the answer, the opposite of what you gave, none of them, all of them is on the table. So so here we go. Mm -hmm. First off, we got Bruce. He's in his 30s. He's a vegetarian great white shark. He can go from screaming rockers to an elegant soft shoe. Comedic baritone and available to handle harmonies. I've been told I can handle a lot and I'm pretty sure I can handle harmonies. Staffers on a scale of one to five. Give it to me. How about landing for Bruce? 4.5. 4. 4.5. Off to a strong start. I love it. All right. Next up, dudes, we got Crush. He's in his 20s to 30s. Laid back and fun-loving surfer dude turtle. Wise old father with the ability to rock, bruh. High tenor. Must have effortless, sustained, full voice mix high C. And I don't think they're talking about the drink either. Staffers, I'm going to go ahead and let you know, in my younger days, I could have been a high tenor. I ain't got that range anymore. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to bow out on the crush. Okay. All right. That makes Sorry. it easier for me and not to break your heart. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But man, back in the day, 
I had I had a killer range. Next up, it's Dory, mid-twenties, a forgetful yet very optimistic ladyfish and Marlin's companion during this journey. Extremely quirky and an expert with comedic material. Character singer. Um, I mean, you are quirky, but I'm, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to say you got to bow out of that one as well, because you are not a very optimistic ladyfish. Yeah, that's true. I am somewhat of a pessimistic ladyfish. Anyway, moving on. Marlon, mid-twenties, overprotective, yet very loving father. Vulnerable, huge heart, great comedic timing, and apparently sounds like Rolf from the Muppets. Scared of virtually everything. Baritone and able to handle musical pattern. Uh, next. (laughs) Okay, guys, it's me, Nemo, early 20s. Plays beautiful boy, <laughs> adorable, endlessly curious, spirited, childlike, and fearless, yet at the same time naive and vulnerable. Bright and youthful, mix or belt, vocal range AB3 through EB5. Bingo, you sunk my battleship. <laughs> We're gonna have to go no for Nemo as well. <laughs> no, okay, all right, yeah, that's probably for the best. We got we we, we, we got a little bit of shaggy there. You don't want to scare the children. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, could you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, finally, for the named parts. Ah, jeez, it's Gil, 30s to 40s of baritone, tough-talking maverick who comes with great deal of wisdom and history, a wounded war hero, hero type who carries his scars with him. Ah, what do you think about landing for Gil there, Steffers? I don't I mean, know where this voice is coming I from. I don't know where that Completely one. honest. Gil apparently is a Canadian fish, all right? <laughs> okay, you're channeling your inner <laughs> Jeffers, but that is not what Jeffers sounds like. <laughs> Um, you, you, uh, you, uh, stick to Bruce, maybe. <laughs> well, you like this one? This one being Bruce, the vegetarian great white shark, eh? So- and then there's Ensemble. I, I can only do so many voices, ladies and gentlemen. All roles will be realized by a, a different array of puppetry styles, including uh, rod and hand puppetry. The deadline is set for this Friday, April 1st, my birthday, perhaps allowing for a summer opening. Disney has not said when Finding Nemo, The Big Blue and Beyond will debut beyond just the vague timestamp of 2020. So um, yeah, be sure and look for me starring as Bruce, the vegetarian great white shack. I'm very concerned for everyone right now. Oh, me too, Steffers, me too. But we're going from one show to another. I don't think I can be in this one because they're not doing open casting for this one. And plus this one involves like stunts and we know I have a bad back. And I found out this week I have a bulging disc. So that would explain why it hurts to exist. But Steffers, why don't you uh, lay uh, lay the info on us for this one while I uh, uh, lay in the corner and uh, collect myself? Gotcha. Uh, In going to Hollywood Studios, the Indiana Jones stunt show, which everyone knows and loves, except I think I need to watch it again because I don't think I've seen it ever or in a very, 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 very long time. But anyway, the show times change for the summer. The Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular, that's say that 10 times really fast, will be changing its show times for the unofficial start of summer beginning May 28th. The final show time of the Indiana, okay, we're going to, for the show, will move from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. And here is a look at the changes from now until May 27th. The show times will be 10.45 a.m., 
12 p.m., 1.15 p.m., 3.15 p.m., and then 4.30 p.m. And then starting on May 28th, it'll be 10.45, 12, 1.15, 3.15, and instead of 4.30, it'll be 6.30. Um, this was one of the first shows to return that abandoned physical distancing, among other changes. And um, if you guys have seen it since it's been back, why don't you uh, add us uh, in the in the Twitterverse and let us know if it still lives up to the expectations in which we have set forth for it. So I guess the big change is the final show yeah. of the day is changing from 4.30 to 6.30, yep, which- the whole two hour change. I would be curious if the performers themselves, if they would prefer the, let's go ahead, and get it over with mentality or if they prefer the ability to kind of relax and get ready for that grand finale in the evening if they if they have one preference to the other granted they don't get much say in it disney's like hey this is when you're going on so go on when we tell you but i would i would be curious if there if there is a mindset in in, in the change or if they're just you know professionals and they just do their dang job um, I think, well, it depends, too, if they're using the same exact people of the same shift, like, for those shows, and maybe they're just giving them, like, a, a longer break, or if it's a staffing mm -hmm. thing, maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, but yeah, they don't have any say, so I, I can't really, can't really help with that. Yeah, but uh, we go from one time change to, in the parks to another. This one not as uh, stretching as the change for the Indie Stunt Spectacular. This is just one for uh, the week of April 10th through the 16th. But uh, apparently people like when I talk about uh, park hour updates on this podcast, and I am definitely one to give the people what they want. Disney World has updated its theme park hours of operation in mid-April to reflect the extension to all four theme parks. So we're going to start in the Magic Kingdom. Once again, this is for April 10th through the 16th. Originally, we were going 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., giving you 12 hours in the Magic Kingdom. Now, starting April 10th through the 16th, opening at 9 a.m. with a closing at 11 p.m. So uh, if you are in the Magic Kingdom, Love the thought of being able to practically close out the evening one hour short of midnight with some fireworks in front of Cinderella's Castle, 11 p.m. That sounds pretty awesome to me. I mean, yes, I would prefer if it was like, you know, wishes or happily ever after, but, you know, fireworks still be fireworks, y'all. Mm -hmm. Steffers, I see your face. You I'm, making, I'm making a face. It's not happily ever after. <laughs> sure, you're going to catch my behind on Space Mountain or Big Thunder Mountain or actually riding a ride instead of watching stupid fireworks shows that aren't happily ever after. And that's the tea and I'm going to stop. There you go. I mean, that is definitely an option. I mean, uh, you do have the option. Remember, when everybody else is crowded around the hub, you can be uh, having your backside in a queue for a ride with a pretty low wait time uh heading over to epcot originally we were looking at park hours opening at 10 a.m closing at 9 p.m now you're looking at an opening of 9 30 a.m still closing at 9 p.m but i do love the fact that we are seeing epcot opening it seems early and earlier so you can get more time walking and eating and drinking around the world showcase da, 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 uh, da, da, heading... da. sorry just singing 
No, no, no. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I was going to say uh, drinking heading, in the rain, but it what, didn't work. Sorry. Drinking in the rain. Well, uh, that's a play on singing in the rain, which was featured in uh, the great Hollywood movie ride. Unfortunately, no longer at Disney's Hollywood Studios, but over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, originally you were working with some 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. park hours, much like Magic Kingdom. And uh, now you're looking at a 8 a.m. open, still looking at a 9 p.m. close. But since you're getting that extra hour on the front, you and your party can go stand in line for Rise of the Resistance. You can go stand in line for a Slinky Dog. Maybe you want to hop in line and knock out Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at the beginning of the day. Start your day now. If you want to do that, you can start doing so at 8 a.m. And then finally, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Originally, you were looking at a 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. closing. Good news, you're getting hours added on both fronts. Now opening 7.30 a.m., closing at 8.30 p.m. Again, this is just April 10th through the 16th. But still, I love the fact that you're going to have more time in Animal Kingdom, particularly in the early morning hours when the animals should be more active. And particularly, here's a little hint. Try and get on one of the last safaris that they run during the day, particularly around sunset. Because if you're a fan of the big cats, of the lions around Pride Rock, that is when they are most active. You can see and hear them the best during that time of day. So uh, definitely love the fact that you are, once again, going back to our story of the uh, Drury Plaza being added to the early entry list of hotels getting more bang for your buck getting a little extra getting a little something something as the kids say some some sorry well and that's all the disney news that we have to talk about but since steffers is back i figured now is as good a time as any to pay off your responses to her community question that she asked a couple weeks ago if you're gonna come off the hip and pay for an individual lightning lane for a meet and greet or an extra special, how do I put this, um, experience. What would it be and why? We got a handful of great answers on our social at Does Does Disney. And I figure we need to pay it off. We talked about giving the people what they want and the people want to hear what the people have to say. So Steppers, why don't you kick it off with the number one fan of the show, that would be my friend. That would be your friend. That would be Donna. I love Donna. Hi, Donna. Donna's love you. Hi, Donna. Hope you have a great week, Donna. Um, okay, so Donna said, I would pay extra to meet. And she says, sorry, have to name two for Disney. That's okay, Donna. That's you fine. can name That's as fine. many as you want. Yeah, you're Donna. You can name as many as you want. Julie Andrews as Mary Poppins and Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow. Now, let me tell you, I love me some Julie Andrews, so I approve of this answer. Also, Johnny Depp has actually, I forgot where and when this was, but he did dress up as Captain Jack and was like hiding in Pirates at some point. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that was Disneyland. Uh, probably. Don't me on that. Probably. But I mean, like still, that, that's pretty awesome that, that he would... He would bring Captain Jack to life and like be like, "Hey, what's up? It's it's me, Captain Jack." Um, yes, and then for you, 
Universal. Thank you for including a universal answer, Donna. Um, she said Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter, which I mean, of course, that's a great, great answer. Um, we also had another response from Paul at Scorpio Paul. Hi, Scorpio Paul. How are you? Um, pay to meet fictional characters Rizzo the Rat as Mickey Mouse, Muppet sized. <laughs> Not one of those terrifying human-sized Muppets. And if we can pay to meet repeat real people, Bob Gurr and Tony Baxter. Great answers, B Paul. To the B. Paul with some killer answers. I love great. all of those. Like, Rizzo the Rat as Mickey Mouse. And I love how he clarifies not as one of the giant, like, nightmare-inducing human-sized Muppets. Like, an actual, like... Muppet of Rizzo. That would be phenomenal. Great answers, Paul. Great answers, Donna. Thank you so much. Next up, Natalie says, quote, I do run Disney races, so inherently, I'm already paying to see rare characters with the added benefit of wearing a coat of sweat while I snap a picture, which usually means I choose not to be in said picture. Natalie, come on, you're already paying for it. And besides, the, the, the person Oh man, how do I how do I say this without like totally ruining the magic? Um, the character themselves is already wearing the same layer of sweat on the inside. If you pick up what I'm saying, anyway, hoping Remy is out for the race for the taste 10k in two weeks. Natalie, you need to let us know an update on that. Hopefully, you will kill it in your 10k. There's no hopefully you will. Thank you so much for listening and uh, knock them dead, Natalie. And then finally, Main Street Electrical Arcade. Fun follow on Twitter if you are a fan of Disney and you are a fan of uh, video games and arcades. Recently just uh, concluded uh, his hashtag Kingdom Hearts Month. Uh, Going to be having him on the podcast pretty soon to talk about that and his fandom and all things Disney video games. I'm really looking forward to that interview. Uh, he says, you already know my answer to this one and includes a gif of uh, Launchpad McQuack from uh, DuckTales. And I cannot fault you for anything DuckTales. And those are our answers. Thank you all so much for weighing in on this week's community question. Once again, best fans in all of Disney fandom when it comes to podcasting. Y'all are the best. Thank you so her. much. I mean, I love doing this. Steffers tolerates doing this with me, uh, but but y'all definitely make it worth, uh, worth doing it every week and uh, Love doing it for y'all. So thank y'all for coming along for the ride. But uh, yeah, that is a that's a full dadgum episode of Daz Does Disney. We uh, we had mostly fun news this week. Uh, we had me doing fun weird voices. Uh, so standard. We had me, yeah, so standard. We had me and Steffers going on a rant about coffee. That was that was fun. Always. Uh, yeah, Steffers, you'll have to let us know how much money you spend on Joffrey's coffee next week. So, uh, I'm staring at my car right now. We just we gotta make some. <laughs> we gotta make some decisions. And business I, decisions are gonna be happening soon. Gosh, it's a lot. It's a lot right now. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, Steffers, anything you want to say to the lovely listener before we get to the plugs? Um, don't poop your pants and make good decisions. Well, yeah, of course, that goes without saying. But you have some, Does it you have some passion projects too. You're out there killing it the Twitch game, right? You're before oh, you we know. started recording, 
Steffers was putting together her Twitch schedule. She's got some big things coming up, some new releases that y'all need to be paying attention to, especially if you're a gamer. I mean, thanks. I try very, very hard. You're killing it, Steffers. You know, I dabble. I dabble, you know, I dabble. And that's just not talking about her dad game because she's out there wah, 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 dabbing. True, I am, can confirm, I am indeed. <laughs> I am. No, I mean, yeah, just make good choices. Do what you want to do. Pursue your passions and um, don't let anyone tell you you suck because you don't. Yeah, and if they tell you you suck, let me know. I'll come kick their ass. Yeah, what he said. Mm -hmm. All right, Steffers, hit him with the plugs. All right, so um, let's plug my Twitch since we just talked about that. You can catch me on Twitch Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturdays um, at twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. My schedule is posted on my Discord. If you would like an invite to my Discord, please just DM me or, um, you know, tweet at me or whatever. Uh, you can catch me on TikTok and Instagram, Adventures with Steffers. And adventureswithsteffers.com is important too, because it's my website full of things that I, um, you know, just all the things about me that you need in my life. And do I have anything else to plug? I feel like I, oh, Twitter, AsianZing95, duh, because, you know, you can't DM me if you don't know how to tweet at me. And Gimli is also a precious bean and he is at Gimli the Beagle on Instagram. How often does does Gimli get on the IGs? Um, you know, often enough when I remember to post a photo. You mean when Gimli remembers? Yeah, 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 yeah. He needs help with come his on, thumbs. Come on, Steffers. He doesn't have. No, wait, come back, Gimli. He ran away from me. He was insulted. He was insulted by me. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but yes, I have some goals. Um, I have a few things coming up. Um, when I get a little bit bigger of a um quote-unquote following or like engagement rate i would like to do a charity stream um something that i've been thinking about doing for a little bit now to donate to um cancer uh society cancer research there is a, an organization uh the lymphoma society there's like more to that name but that's oh, what i got lls that uh-huh that sounds right but i can kind of do a charity stream and like going to a specific charity and i looked up um cancer charities because not everyone does like a lymphoma like they don't partner with lymphoma societies that often but i would like to do that so that is what i'm working towards also i am going on my next few streams i'm going to add like a sub or follower goal in order to uh dye my hair purple what yeah oh is is is, is this breaking news uh to the internet yes to like the two people i told no but you are not one of the two people so yes this is incredible yeah, the yeah. internet we have to make steffers dye her hair purple yeah. we're gonna yeah. make this happen also steffers yes that's me anything i can do for this for this uh charity stream let me know i'll i'll clear time out of my Schedule. Life. I want to be a part of this time time out of your life. Um, it's mostly getting the because I don't want to do it for How do I say this? I want to ensure that there are people there so that we can raise money for this really good cause So I just have to get the logistics and the timing down. I'm thinking of doing it on like a Saturday 
um, during my stream and maybe do like a long stream, but we'll see. I'll we'll we'll discuss. Yeah, yeah. What what whatever I can do, I want to help because that's that's incredible. That's yeah. that's so awesome, and and I'm proud of you for doing that. Ah, uh, thank you. And that's all the tea on the Steffers front. All right. Well, now I get to follow that. I don't. I don't Good I, luck. I've got a charity stream. I just got a got a Twitter where I have a song and it goes L E N D O Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That started at a key. That was weird. That's where you can follow me. 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, buttmuchchips.com. Buttmuchchips. Sit on your butt and munch, 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 munch. Yeah, that's where you can find really outdated stuff from my college radio days, uh, where you can really kind of see and hear the origin of whatever this mess is that I'm currently doing interviews with the cast of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, the cast of Futurama, the cast of the Venture Brothers, um, other fun stuff. Uh, I also appear on the Phil Show News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk 987 app as well. Um, um, I invite and encourage you to listen to me in my day job. Uh, we've been having fun here recently. And a shout out to my host, Phil Williams, who... Uh, can't walk right now he woke up on thursday and uh his knees all jacked up and uh had an x-ray bone on bone in his knee so uh philbio feel better and uh way to go dumbass <laughs> i'm wow. just kidding yeah love you phil uh get better soon but uh staffers any uh words of wisdom and i ask you as you put a salad into your mouth Steph, words of muted. yeah <laughs> words of wisdom are you ready yes don't be a jerk that's it you're welcome it's profound it, it really is it really is. i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna put that on a on a t-shirt but i'm gonna uh make it so that uh t public pulls it down in 32 hours like they did uh the logo for my podcast so you know uh get in while the getting's good everybody by the way that's a whole story i'll tell at a later date so for steffers my name is landon doan thanks so much for joining us on another episode of does does disney thank a cast member thank a team member disney and universal Pay them a living wage. They're what makes the magic happen. We love going down to your parks, but they are the cogs that make this machine work. Be decent to each other. It costs you nothing to be kind. Costs you nothing. Costs you nothing to be decent. And you don't know just how far a kind word will go to somebody else. And be decent to yourself. Take care of your mental health. It's important. And sometimes say no to stuff. You're allowed to do that. Take care of yourself. Seriously, I mean it. I love you. Thank you for coming along for the ride. We'll see you back here next week. And if not, you've been great. We've been Dawes Does Disney.
Handsome Jack was just such a damn good villain. How do you make something all caps? Mm, let me go. Look at me figuring out this shit. Um, well, did you tell her to s I had to get an MRI on Friday. That was that was what? Did you die? No, no, I didn't die, but but I I I thought I was going to die while having the MRI. That was fucking terrifying. Have you ever oh, had an funny. MRI? Uh no, I I can't say I have. They like put you in a big giant metal tube. So it's like you're inside like a giant cigar tube or for the lack of a better term, like like it's it's like getting inside a big giant casket that they start jackhammering the out of on the outside and you can't move for 15 to 20 minutes um sounds exciting <laughs> but not I, really i almost had a fucking panic attack it sucked one out of five stars would not recommend there's a reason i can't go back to the piggly wiggly steffers oh, the piggly wiggly that, that's just fun to say piggly wiggly good folks over at the piggly wiggly ah nikes dude uh, sorry but also not sorry because that's because that's me honestly they're gonna think it's you and i'm like nope that's staffers <laughs> oh man i'm really on brand today poppy fudge monkeys i mean a lot of my secrets sound to be curse words but that's just not appropriate you know here recently your secret sounds have been you singing which cracked me up i mean I'm a quality singer. I don't, I mean. You are. I Spotify, we got a Steffers. Yeah, I'm going to sit my fat ass at my kitchen table. Uh, are you going to dab now? There it is. Hit the dab. And I'm wearing my E.T. thong underwear, so you would be proud of me. Sorry, Steffers bear. Every kiss begins with K. Damn, Steffers, save that for the secret sound stuff. This show's off the rails. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 oh. oh, that felt good. Um, I miss you guys. Okay, love you. Bye. Sorry, I just joined a Discord channel and then I left. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was love of the mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. 
And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I've just always wanted to say that. Oh,